today on Italian Radio Show. Marriage, Italian style. Everything you need to know for the perfect Italian wedding. Coming right up on Italian Radio Show. and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show here at KMET Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. I am your host, Tony Lestella, with a lovely Marcia Caputo from Vincenza, Italia. Marcia, how you doing? How are tutti? Doing great, doing good. What about you? Well, you know, I'm doing fantastic, and I'm excited Ooh. because today we got a great show here. We're going to talk all about marriage Italian style. I mean, there's been books written about it. There's been movies made about it over the years. So it's kind of a, you know, one of those, those topics that keeps coming around time and time again. And folks, if you're listening to us live down here, you're listening to us in the Southern California area at 1490 AM or 98.1 FM KMET. But you might be picking us up at one of our affiliate stations around the country. We have many wonderful stations that carry our show every week. And, uh, if you might even be listening to us on the internet, I know we have many, many listeners all across the country, all around the world, in fact, who stream the show live every Monday at four o'clock Pacific time on the uh, great internet. And all you gotta do to do that is go to our website, wcir.biz. And there's a link at the top of the page and you can do th- two things to that link. Click on the link. It's going to take you right to our show page at KMET with ABC, and from there you can either stream the show live every Monday at 4 o'clock Pacific, or you can listen to us all week long in archives 24-7. We got like seven years of shows, 700, 800 hours of great shows, great guests, everybody from famous people to unknown people, but it's a lot of fun, and we always have a lot of fun, nothing sacred, because everything here we do Italian style, right, Marcia? That's right, I'm right here, yes. We're very, very pleased to be here today. Um, we're going to get right into our, you know, our really? news here. As we do every show, we start out with our Italian news. Um, and since our theme here is marriage Italian style, I did some research on this, March. So I need to know, since you're from Italy, you know, you can kind of tell me if this stuff is true or not. Okay. These th- says here, th- this is an article that came out. In a, a blog, it's called Blog by Bookings for You, okay? And I guess it's about different places. There's bookings for you. You can go around the world to book different things. And they're talking about the 15 Italian wedding traditions, uh, you know, that they they do in, in Italy. So I know we're going to go down the list where you tell me. Okay, the first of all, they say that you have to remove your gold jewelry. They say it's, 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 it's believed it's bad luck. If you wear any gold jewelry except for your wedding ring on your wedding day, is that correct? 
I believe so. I'm not sure because every place have its own tradition. But I did remove my, all my jewelry because the import of the first ring. But maybe it could be because my mom she knew I didn't ask her. Maybe the story was that. Yeah, no yeah. Other okay. All right. All well, right. they say, of course, and this is a tradition all around the world, but I guess it started in Italy. That there's no pre-wedding glimpses. So basically, the bride and the groom are supposed to stay out of one another's sight on the wedding day. That's right. Until they see each other actually in the wedding ceremony. Right. Um, so there you go. You're ready to go with that. Um, it also <laughs> says the groom is supposed to buy flowers, okay? Um, and he is, hands the bouquet to his, his bride. Yes. At the church, okay. So it's, it was the old tradition. Like that's the, the old tradition, right? He yeah. For you, he give you the the flower. Now a lot of them they change that because they like to come inside with a bouquet. Yeah, right, right. I know a lot of them carry the flower flowers. Or the, uh, a lot of people aisle. do even too. You walk in with a small one and you pass to the parents and you grab the new one. They mean that. So. All right. So you're supposed to carry a piece of iron in your suit oh. pocket. The groom is supposed to carry. Be, carry a piece of iron in his suit pocket uh yeah. which is supposed to be a uh um, and, and he takes it out he's supposed to rip a small portion of the veil and it is to invite good luck into the marriage is that right that's again different tradition different place but i heard that one is true all yeah. right now here is one that we talked about before and mm. that is in italy there's actually no white dresses are allowed for the bride at the wedding. It's, and, and it says even the guests should avoid wearing that color. Uh, but, you know, the tradition is that no white dresses or no white is typically worn at a wedding here in the United States well, by anybody but the bride. But here in Italy, the bride's not even supposed to wear it, right? No, you can wear white. If you're poor, that's all I want to say. I guess that, I guess that, 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 that rules you out, huh? Black. <laughs> just going to go black. Well, and, and, and a little interesting, black. Okay. So in Tuscany, it says, uh, the tradition in Tuscany is the bride has to wear a black dress with a white hat. That I don't know. That I, you know, I have to yeah. ask a friend of mine from there to ask her if it's real. It could be a whole tradition they used to yeah, do. No idea. Okay. Do you have the tradition that you have to have three things under the the bride dress? We have something new, something old, something uh, bartered, blue. something blue. You're right. right let's right, see. Right. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. You are there in the list. Now it says also when it comes to the length of your wedding veil for the bride, she's supposed to have a veil that is the uh, it's it's supposed to be one meter long for yeah. each year they've been engaged. Trust me, I know some guys back east, but they've been engaged to these women for like 30 years, never married them, right? The, the bride would hit, the veil would be like hanging out the back of the friggin' church. I mean, you know. My parents, 10 years together, you have forget about it. You have a, like a long tail behind. So yeah. it's supposed to be, uh, you're supposed to get married, it says, on Sunday. Friday yeah. weddings are considered bad luck. Saturday weddings are only for widows who are supposed to be, you know, <laughs> Remarried, yeah. so I guess it means you got to be the husband's going to die or something. I don't know. Okay. Says, Sunday ceremonies are viewed as bringing couples fertility and prosperity. Um, Tuesday is all Tuesday is also considered a bad day for weddings. No, it's Sunday. Couples will constantly fight. No, it's Sunday's the holy Sunday. It's the best blessing. That's the day. That's the day. All right. All right. All right. Then of course, now I know that I I, I know this is what they do in the Jewish tradition. They break a glass. Um, but apparently, 
Um, this is something in Italy, too. They, they break a glass after the wedding ceremony. The number of fragments are indicate the number of good married years ahead. So I guess That's if you true. throw the glass, the, the glass down doesn't break much. You're, uh, you know, in trouble. But it's walk, down south, you know? too. Down south, they still do that. You see, in the north, we still don't, some north, we don't do that. So, right, right, right. Okay. So uh, you're supposed to dance in Tarantella. And here's the one. I know we talked about this. Practical jokes. Uh, the practical jokes are a big thing at Italian weddings. So you were saying that you had a practical joke when you got married that was played on you, right? What was that joke? Oh, that's before we get married. Yeah, your friends, they organize everything for you. Like I say, it's like um, they celebrate, uh, you know, the bachelor party. Well, they go to extreme. They make sure that your day when you get married and you come back your first time in your apartment, you're going to find a mess. All your friends are going to organize something crazy. Like they can move your your bedroom. They can ring the bell every hour until the next morning for a coffee. They can, uh, I mean, they're horrible. A friend of mine, she got to move the bedroom set and they build a tent inside the bedroom. Oh, so man. they make like joke like that after you get married. They organize after bachelor when you get married the next day. So the good advice I give to you, hide the freaking key. Okay. Don't have I, the key. Hide the key. Hide the key. There you go. All right. <laughs> So then last but not least is La Serenata. La Serenata is the, the, the uh, groom is supposed to go to the bride's house the night before the wedding. He's supposed to stand under her bedroom window and sing to her. She's supposed to come out on the balcony. Sounds like something I know out of Romeo and Juliet, but this is still something they want to do to this day. Often they make a big deal about it. the guy will get like hire a little band or people to play the instruments while he sings and stuff. I guess, of course, most Italians can sing, but if you can't sing, then I guess you got problems, you know? Right, you're in trouble. <laughs> so now I understand talking about Italian weddings that uh, you're going to be going here to a wedding. Uh, you're going to be going to Italy here. And uh, let's talk about that because it sounds like another article we have here, this is from uh, Reuters, just came out a couple of weeks ago, that Italy is rolling back its COVID restrictions. So it sounds, I know in the past when you've gone here the last couple of years, there have been a lot of restrictions going to Italy. Now it sounds like you can go to Italy and you're not going to have to go through a lot of this stuff that you used to have. Uh, you don't need uh, to have you know, a proof of vaccination if you want to go out on the street, go to restaurants, take public transport, so on and so forth. Uh, I know you said where how it was before when you were there. They had like the uh, carbonaria at every corner, checking yeah. your papers, yeah. checking your vaccinations. So they're doing away with that. You can go out, go around. Um, I'm not quite sure when you go in and out of the country, they say that they're recommending a third shot. Well, they're recommending that everywhere. Well, they, they said this, when you go there, you don't need no more of the shot, but still they have to see your COVID vaccination thing. Yeah, when you if go, you don't go have that, if you don't have that, if you're, if you don't have that, then you need the, the test 72 hours before. Gotcha. You now, we go to Italy, yeah. everything's open. They don't look at your vaccine card no more, nothing. Everything, it was done in the end of March. Like everything's open, no problem. You can get in without problem. When All you right. come back to the States, you, the state still requests the, the test 72 hours before. All right. Well, there you have it, folks, your Italian news. We'll be right back with a lot more Italian radio show. Our theme today is marriage, Italian style. So we got some recipes. We got some phrases. We got a whole bunch of cool stuff coming right up. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Oh, oh. 
ammaricchiare ci sta la finestra This is Tony Lastello with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. All right, folks, and we are back with the West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show here with KMET Palm Springs, the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Now is my favorite time of the week when we do our food segment, because, you know, being Italian-American, I love to eat. Marcia, you love to eat, right? We are Italian. I mean, you're Italian, of course, you know. So we have our very favorite chef here. New York guy, originally from Sicily, lived in New York. Now he's in Texas. Chef Pino Giocantali, take it away. This is Chef Pino. Today I want to show you how to make Sicilian caponata. Caponata is a sweet and sour Sicilian eggplant delicacy. It is a mix of fresh tomato sauce, celery, red bell peppers, bits of potatoes, capers, and olives. It's an ancient recipe that was born in the 18th century. During that time, it was served as a single dish in the Mediterranean Sea area. Today, caponata is served as an appetizer to accompany main dishes of meat or fish. It can also serve like a bruschetta on toasted bread. It can serve as a sandwich on a hero bread with fresh sliced mozzarella. But if you're not kitchen savvy, you can buy already made in a can by Cento. Just kidding. Here's my recipe I can show you step by step. Let's start with one medium-sized eggplant. Half onion sliced. Two celery stalks cut into pieces. One potato, medium cooked, al dente. You don't want to fall apart in the dish. One red bell pepper cut into small squares. About a tablespoon of capers, drained. Quarter cup of tomato sauce. One tablespoon of tomato paste, 
quarter cup of chopped green olives and another quarter cup of black olives, one tablespoon of brown sugar, and a quarter cup of red wine vinegar. Here is all the ingredients, so let's get started. Slicing the eggplant at about a half inch in thickness, and it should look like something like this. Now you stack your pieces, your slices, and you start cutting cubes about an inch in thickness and should look like something like this. Now let's start the process going. Get some oil in a pan at a medium heat and put your eggplant, the cubed eggplant in there and keep on stirring until the eggplant starts getting translucent. Add some salt just to get the water out of the eggplant. Once the eggplant is golden brown, take it out of the pan, put it aside. Now get your other ingredients going. Your onions, your celery, red bell peppers, put your capers, and your olives, the green and black olives, and keep on stirring. Now you add your wine vinegar, but not all of it. Save some for a little later. Keep on stirring. And you see that it's getting nice and translucent. Now it's starting to come together. This is the time now you add the eggplant back into, into the pan and keep on stirring and add your brown sugar. Now it's time to add your sauce and tomato paste to the dish and then you add the rest of the vinegar that you have left from before. Now the last thing that you have to do is add the potatoes in there. Remember, you didn't put the potatoes in there before because otherwise they would have fallen apart. And this is it. The recipe is basically done. So this is it. Caponata is finished. I hope you have fun following this dish. This has always been one of my favorite dishes. So until the next time, this is Chef Pino saying buon appetito and ciao a tutti. All right, Joe, so now, you know, we've had so much fun with your recipe and everything. We got to do some Italian phrases that are appropriate for, you know, weddings, Italian style. These could be Italian phrases. They could be Sicilian phrases. But before we start, I want to remind everybody that this segment is brought to you by our great sponsor, Tutabella Pizzeria. Tutabella has the authentic Napoletano pizza right in the Northwest. When you want great pizza, go to Tutabella. All right, Joseph, what do you got for us? Okay, the first one would be basically these are Sicilians. So, All right. which is a, the, you know, uh, which is a rare for me being Italian. Yami na panza come una uti, quando cammina fa ridere a tutti. Mamma mia, that's a mouthful. Yami na panza. Come una uti, quando cammina fa ridere a tutti. Quando cammini fa ridere a tutti. That I understand, but quando la panza grande, what does it mean that? Is that you when have you, have a, big... you have a stomach like a like, like a keg, like a big keg. So when you walk, you when make... you're walking, it basically waddles. It makes everybody laugh, but <laughs> it doesn't rhyme in in, in Italian or uh, English, so it doesn't make sense. All right. So what, how would you literally translate the whole thing? Hmm. How you translate it? Give us the literal translation first, then we'll talk about the meaning. Okay. 
Well, you say when you, how is it translated in English? It's, you have a belly big like a cake. It means you have a big belly that when you walk in, you make laugh at everyone. Make everyone laugh. Everyone laughs. So Thank what are they you. talking about? The father or the bride? What are they talking about here for the wedding? Come on, I mean, the bride. <laughs> well, somebody that ate too much at a wedding. Uh, somebody who ate too much at the wedding. All right, all right, there you go. That's a pretty good one. I like that. Okay. Not the bride. Come on out. But it rhymes in Sicilian. That's what, but I love that. That Sicilian language is beautiful. It's a beautiful language, you know? It really is. All right, give us another one. Here's another one. Akupasa and non saluda on your passa nagaruda. Hmm. I get a nice rhyme. This is Sicilian, yes? Yes. yes. Marcia Caputos, can, can you tell us what this means? Okay. I know that you don't speak Sicilian, but you know. What I'm going to work on it. I'm getting better on this. Joe, say again. Acupasa e non saluta ogni passo nagaduta. Okay. Who is walking and doesn't say hi every step? It's a fall? Yes. Oh, okay. You got it. Oh, my God. It's pretty close to Italian, though, that particular phrase. All right, so give us the literal translation and then the English, the, what it means. What's the literal translation? Yeah, because my translation. When you pass by and you don't say hello, every step should be a fall. Oh, when you pass by, you don't say hello, every step should be a fall, which means I guess I would take that as like, when you go by somebody, you should greet them, say hello to them and everything. Right. If you don't, then, you know, you should, like, be cursed, more right. or less. I like that. <laughs> right. But if you have to say hello to everybody, you never get home. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Right. Exactly. All right, <laughs> we got like time it. for one more. Give us one more. Okay. Sokusamini arregogye. That's a tough one for you, Marcia. What is it, Marcia? Sokusamini arregogye. Mm. I don't have no idea. Whatever you sow, you reap. Whatever you sow, you reap. That sounds like it has biblical implications to it. Whatever you sow, you reap. That's pretty good. Right. I like that. I like that, you know? Sorry, I didn't mean it. So, what does it mean? So, we see, that's why I come up with these phrases, because it's so, they're so different. You made it difficult to me. That's what you're doing. <laughs> that is fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Chef Pino, Joe Cantale. Okay. It's always a blast having you on the show. We love you. We love your Sicilian phrases. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to your, your return here again with us soon. All right, Mark. So as we do our Artist of the Week, you know, I'm thinking if you're a young person in Italy, you're going to get married. You're, they're into all the young music. I mean, you know, they don't want to hear... Andre Bocelli, they don't want to hear Frank Stockton. They want to hear the stuff that their generation likes, okay? Uh, and even though we may not necessarily like that type of music as much, you know, it's like everything. The young generation, they always have their own music. So the guy who's really, really hot now, I guess if you're going to have a wedding and you get a DJ who's going to play a bunch of music for you and your friends to dance at, like if you're 25 years old, you're going to want to have this guy's music played at your wedding. His name is Gali. G-H-A-L-I, Gali, last name, Amdwoni, Amdwoni, but he's just known as Gali, okay? And he is a, he is born in Milan, uh, and he is a, like, the, the, the hottest thing right now in the Italian music scene for the young artists, okay? I, have you, when you were there, did you hear of him? Your kids? No, you guys? no, like I say, it's, I don't live there, so I don't, I'm going to miss a lot of Italian music. 
But uh, I'm curious. I want to hear that. I really well, his do. big hit, his big hit huh. is a song called Nina Nana. Nina, Nina, Nana, Nana, okay. Nana. Nina Nana, and it sounds like he has sold so far 1.6 million copies wow. in Italy. Uh, so you know he's like the hot thing right now. So here you go, folks. Uh, the new music to listen to in Italy. If you're going to get married there, the kids are getting married. This is probably what they're going to play at their wedding. Sono uscito dalla melma, da una stalla a una stella, compro una villa alla mamma, e poi penserò all'Africa, figlio di una bidella, con papà in una cella, non è per soldi, giuro, walla, io sono fuori Brexit, tutto come un backflip. Sono un politico, io non cerco consensi Faccio ciò che pensi, terzo occhio dancing In giro come gypsy, turista in mezzo ai prezzi Il fine giustifica i mezzi Già stile anche sui mezzi Ragazzi a pezzi, tu già pezzi Torniamo a casa in carratrezzi Milano mi senti dal bus, sto sopra i tetti cactus, vengo dal niente cactus, sto perdendo la rotta, dentro la bussola rotta, ma grazie a Dio c'ho una casa, è un amico che mi ci porta, non sai come ci rimango quando mi chiedi la foto e non saluti manco, Rambo, Django, vedo diamanti in questo fango, buona sta di mango, io volevo giocare a basket. Sto sbuffando Casper Spero non passi noi Ghostbusters Quanto mi manca il blockbuster Nina nana nina nina oh 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 Questo flow a chi lo do Oh 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 Con i sogni dentro al bibero Rolling 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 stone Nina nana nina nina oh 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 Questo flow a chi lo do Authentic pizza for Napoli, right here in the Northwest? With multiple occasions of Puget Sound, Puna Bella provides real Neapolitan pizza. Plus, the grab-and-go products at QFC, Costco, and Fred Meyer. Take-and-bake pizzas, grab-and-go salads, pastas, sauces, tiramisu. I hear you could even add them to your Smith Brothers Farms order. Tutta Bella, the real deal for authentic Neapolitan pizza and Italian food. Go to the website today to learn more at tutabella.com. This is Tony Lastella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. 
You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Si tu tieni a bocella, no poco poco rilo a pasuliatella. Hello, folks, and welcome back to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show here with KMET Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. My name is Tony Lestella, your host, with my co-host, the lovely Marzia Caputo from Vincenzo, Italia. Marzia, we got a great guest today. So, you know, our whole theme of this show has been uh, weddings, Italian style, right? Uh, And so I thought, what better... Guess who we have? And a guy who wrote a book. He's an Italian guy named Lorenzo Carcaterra, and he wrote a book called Nona Maria and the Case of the Missing Bride. So it's going to fit just like a hand and glove here. So, Lorenzo, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Now, Lorenzo, where are you located at right now? I'm in New York. I'm in uh, Manhattan in my apartment, uh, which I'm going to move out of in a few months and go up to Westchester County. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I spent many years living in New York at the Upper West Side there. I, what I miss the most is the pizza, I got to tell you. you know, There's nowhere else you can go in the country and get pizza like that. And I also used to go to Zabar's all the time to get the great deli stuff. They were right down the street. So that was a lot of fun. So, Lorenzo, now your family comes from what part of Italy? We all come from uh, Ischia. Uh, Ischia, really? It's an island, 18, if you don't know it, it's 18 miles off the coast of uh, Naples. Naples, yes. It's a beautiful island. And I've been going there. I've been lucky enough to go there since I was 14. Uh, my family, uh, my my uncle sort of is famous in Italy, my, my zio Mario, because he was the first one in Ischia that kind of had a sense that it was – it was going to explode and, and be this huge tourist attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has. And he uh, he was uh, he was just a visionary about it. I mean, he started in 1964 with one cab. He and his brother yeah. had a cab, and they made like eight dollars that summer. And his brother goes, <laughs> that was an idea. right, right. Give it time, give it time. And by by the late 60s, they he had about 12 cabs, 18 buses, boats, hotels. Holy smoke. Wow. I got to tell you, he's 91. He smokes two packs a day. <laughs> I have no idea how many times he's been married. He's got tons of kids. And uh, and you wouldn't know how he's very wealthy, but he dresses like a pauper. I mean, he steals my sneakers when I go there. <laughs> um, well, we have a, we have a, one of our, our, uh, our um, kind of roving reporter hosts, uh, is also Asuna Napoleona is also from Ischia. So she uh, keeps promising us that we, she's going to take us on a trip there. I, and we're really looking for it. It looks like a tropical Italian paradise. You have to go. I tell my kid, my kids are uh, adults now. They love it. 
But when you go there, you have to, you're on Iskia time. Like if you told me, if you were in Iskia, say, Lorenzo, we're going to do this show at 5.30. That right. could mean anywhere from 5 to 9 p.m. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm, I'm well acquainted with, uh, with uh, Italian time. After all, I do work with Marzia. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So then when did your family come to the United States? Uh, my mother, for some bizarre reason, my, they married in Iskia. And then my father came here first to, you know, get settled, get, go back to work. My mother was nine months pregnant. And back then you took the ocean liner and she came on the Christopher Columbus, nine months pregnant. And I was born a week later in Manhattan on the West side. Wow. Well, actually the, my first five years are, if you know New York at all, where Lincoln center is right now. Yeah. Yeah. That was called Little Naples. That was all tenements and. I know it well. I used to, uh, not only did I work at, 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 at Lincoln Center, but I lived very close to there on the Upper West Side. You know the area. Yeah. Um, and nobody spoke, I mean, I didn't speak English until I went to school because no one's, but my mother lived here 35 years and didn't speak a word of English. I mean, the only thing she learned so she wouldn't get ripped off was the money. <laughs> Other than exactly. That, she kind of, uh, just didn't care. She would say, born in East, you die in East. Kid. And, uh, well, so let's talk about your book, Nona Maria, yeah, and the case of the missing bride, which sounds like we're talking all, all show here about uh, Italian weddings. So um, this seems like it would fit our theme here perfectly. So tell us a little bit about your book. Well, here's how. The, first of all, how the book came about, and then I'll tell you something about Italian weddings, which you'll like with Ischia. Um the first book, Three Dreamers, was nonfiction. My publisher was so taken with Nona, the real Nona Maria, my real grandmother. Yeah. One third of the book that after that was finished, they called me and said, would you think, what would you think of the idea of making her a fictional character on the island of Ischia, helping the Carabinieri solve crimes? I said, let me think about it. I hung up, and here's my big dilemma. Hey, kind of like the Italian Agatha Christie in a way, huh? Yeah, but here's the big problem. There is no crime on Eastgate. There yeah. hasn't been since 1956. So I had to think that up. And once I kind of got into it, and I was allowed to bring in all these kind of cool characters that I've known since I was a kid, it was a lot of fun. Now, The Missing Bride came about because when I was a kid, my nonna always warned me of something called and you, I don't know if you know about this in the north, uh, the La Fattura. Do you know what La Fattura is? Yes, we know what it means. Go. <laughs> she always warned me and, the, and my other cousins about, uh, and, and used a, an uncle as an example. La Fattura basically means that you, you don't, if you go into a stranger's house, if we just met, yeah. and you want something to drink or something to eat, and you're not drinking it or eating it with me, that's a risk for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the story is that my uncle who would eat wherever he was and you offered him anything he would eat it that he ate this particular stuff he's on his honeymoon in florence he's sitting in his sister's kitchen she lived in florence with her husband and her family he wakes up he's in the kitchen he suddenly comes alert he's drenched in sweat and he looks at my aunt and he goes what why am i here why am i here in florence and she thought he was joking she said you're on your honeymoon he goes I'm my who'd I marry? So he claims he didn't know the woman, he didn't know her name. Jeez. They blamed it all on La Fatura. La Fatura. So you can imagine if you're 14, 15 years old, like we were, it scares the hell out of you. So oh, yeah. Anytime somebody offered us something, even if we knew them, we said, no, no, we're good, we're good. We're, <laughs> we'll 
get it at home. But there, it's an island of superstitions, and a lot of the wedding rituals are based on superstitions. And uh, so I love that kind of stuff, and I use that. I use La Fatura in the in the novel. That's fantastic. That so then the real woman behind uh, this uh, character, of course, was your your real grandmother, uh, whose name was Maria, right? Yeah, she's exactly. I mean, I kept her the way she was, except it's modern day. She died in 1975. She wore the widow's black for 28 years. I mean, she had this great love affair with my grandfather, and um, and she was she, what I loved about her. She had all the great characteristics of a great character. Nona, Nona, my real Nona and the fictional Nona, drank 15 cups of espresso a day. Mamma mia. I think <laughs> I drink a lot of coffee. That even has me out done. Man, oh, man. She put in a little piece of uh, chocolate, dark chocolate, uh, mm-hmm. and a shot of uh, stock 84. It's brandy, right? Italian brandy? Yeah, yeah. So she would have 14 of those. Then when it got oh. dark, she'd switch to white wine. She never, ever drank water. No, water's for plants. That's what we say, Italian. Water's for plants. Yeah, water's <laughs> for plants. And also, I guess that came out of the war for her because the water was always polluted. And, yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. And, but she, I remember uh, my uh, cousin Agostino was the, the island doctor, a great doctor. And he had to give her, she had a bit of a high blood pressure. And he uh, said, uh, Zia, I want you to take this one pill every day for, for a couple of months. So she said, pour me a glass of wine. He said, you know, Zia, take it with, you know, pour the aqua, a little aqua. Yeah. She goes, you want me to take this pill, pour the wine? He goes, all right, all right. So she always drank wine. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, I liked her. She was a fascinating character. For example, she would never, a quick story about her, she would never ask you anything personal about your life, no matter how innocent the question. Really, is. really. But on the same, by the same token, she never wanted you to ask her anything personal. So it was this kind of, and she had tons of friends. And Keep everything. everything on the surface, everything on the surface. She never went to church. One of the few people in East Kid, everybody, my mother would go to church like every three hours. Well, right, exactly. My mother the same. Right. Uh, Nona said, you know, every time I, I said, Nona, why don't you, she'd sit on this stone bench in front of St. Peter's in East Kid. And I said, Nona, why don't you go in there? She goes, every time I go in there, they ask me for money. And so, <laughs> it's true. So, Sorry. Uh, sitting there and we were talking and you know she'd love to watch the tourists come by because for the for the passeggiata they all get dressed up and mm-hmm. right right so this guy who clearly knew her came by and he said maria buonasera she said buonasera she said is this your nephew from america she said yes he goes and what great meal did you make for him tonight and without hesitation she said we had bisteca a la pizzaiola we had string beans with oil and lemon and garlic and a nice tomato salad and the guy said, bravo, bravo, and he left. As he got out of a, a hearing distance, I said, no, no, we had pasta with clam sauce. She goes, what does he care what we had for dinner? Why is that? <laughs> That's great. That's great. All right. So then you, you, of your two books then, right. your first book was, give, give me the title again. Uh, three, the current book, Three Dreamers. The Three Dreamers. So that was about, that's actually then a, a uh, non-fictional book about right, yeah, your family yeah. coming to America, yes? Well, part one is Nona. Part two is my mother being here and all her, her uh, she had a very difficult marriage with my dad and and all of that thing. Speaking of marriage, my mother had a difficult time with her in-laws here. Uh-huh. So we had very little money. We, were, we had no money, hardly any money. And But somehow every month she would squeeze a dollar, two dollars, two dollars max 
and send it to this uh, girls' orphanage in Pompeii run by the nuns. Wow, wow. And as I got to be a kid, she's uh, a teenager. She said, you know, whenever you're ready to get married, you just let me know. And one of the nuns will find a nice wife. Yeah, the first couple of times you go, you know, man, it's ridiculous. But after a while, you just go with it because you don't want to have the same conversation all the time. So when I eventually went to tell her um, that, you know, I was going to marry the woman I ended up marrying, my mother totally freaked out and said, well, what about they have the they have her already for you. I said, who? (laughs) The orphanage. They had a they had a folder. She was 18 years old. She cooked. She spoke English. So, I mean, it got so to the point I had to meet with my uncles here in New York on at 12th Avenue in their bar. And they were like, you know, we got to find a solution to this. Your mother's really upset. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, what do you want me to do? And he said, well, listen, this this woman you're going to marry, she's American, right? I said, yeah. He said, well, why don't we do this? Why don't you marry the Italian girl? She'll cook. She'll clean. She'll take care of your wife, your kids. She'll love it. And she expects you to cheat. So you cheat. <laughs> oh no! Wait a minute, here. <laughs> so you have, you, you have the American, you have the, the Italian wife and the American guma, which we're going to talk about on our after hours show. So make mm-hmm. sure, folks, you tune in to this week's after hours show because the title of it just to show you where we're going with this is wives and gumar. So you know <laughs> that gives you a little bit of an idea. All right, we've been talking with Lorenzo Cacaterra, and Lorenzo wrote two books: The Three Dreamers. Is your first book, which is kind of your uh, biography, so so to speak, of your family coming to America, and then the second book kind of is a spinoff, a fictional book based upon your grandmother solving a crime, like I said, the Italian Agatha Christie, so to speak, on the island of Ischia, Nona Maria, and the case of the missing bride. These are both. It looks like published by the Random House. So, how can people get copies of these books? Uh, they're, uh, one comes out the end of April. The, the other comes out May 3rd. They're available, pre-available, uh, pre-sale on Amazon or any independent bookstore. You can call them and, uh, they'll happily order it for you. In New uh, York, put in a plug, my buddy Otto Penzler's Mysterious Bookshop. He's, he'll get a ton of them. Uh, sounds fantastic. All right. And that's a signed copy if you buy it from him. Well, Lorenzo, thank you so much for being a part of our show today. And we're going to have to have you back because, um, you know, we're going to get a copy of these books. And it's been been a lot of fun having you here. Folks, you're listening to the Italian radio show on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network with KMET Palm Springs. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We gotta pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Mamma mia, tutta bella pizza is fantastic. Joe Fuggero, their owner, is here to tell us more. 
Yes, authentic pizza from Napoli with seven convenient locations across Puget Sound. Plus grab-and-go products at UFC Costco and Fred Meyer. That's right, Tony. Absolutely. From our kitchen to yours. Take and bake pizzas, fresh grab-and-go salads, tiramisu, and just this week we've added two great new jarred sauces, rustic marinara and traditional bolognese. Learn more today at tutabella.com. This is Tony Lastella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Our song of the week, Avukella, a little kiss for a little mouth. The perfect Neapolitan wedding song performed by yours truly, Tony Lestella Tutter, from the Italian radio show with Vincent Frioli featured on classical guitar and mandolin. From our Caramia album. Oh! 
So now it's time for us to talk about some of our great Italian events that are going to be coming up the next 30 days at various places throughout the Western United States. Folks, if you have any events that you would like to send to us, go to our website, WCIR.biz. Of course, these need to be Italian events. And uh, send us, there's a contact link there. Send us a contact with your email, with your telephone, your name, and tell us about your event. We'll try to get it on our schedule, our event schedule on the website. And, you know, then what we do is we we kind of pick the big events since we have limited time here, and we uh, put those on the show throughout the year to let people know what's coming up. But we we like to get all the events on the website because people go there a lot even to find the smaller events in their area. So make sure you send those to us. All right, so we have some... Good events coming up the next 30 days. Of course, we have many more events as we get into the summer and fall months. So we usually look about 30 days out on the average to find out what, you know, what's coming up there, let people know about so they can plan for an event that's in your area. So here you go. April 9th is our first event. This is the Dallas Italian Festival. Always a great time with our friends down in Dallas, Texas. And it's a wonderful, wonderful festival. Make sure you check that out. Okay. Another thing coming up in Texas on April. Well, actually, this is not in Texas. This is in Colorado, this next one. On April 15th in Inglewood, Colorado at the Majano's Little Italy, you have Little Italy Murder and Mystery Dinner. So that sounds like that would be a lot of fun. You get to go there, I guess, and find out or figure out if you could find out ahead of time who done it, right? All right. So now we're going to move back over here to California. And on April 19th, we have Il Volo, the wonderful, wonderful singing group of the young, uh, young, the young uh, men who sing uh, out of Italy at the Dolby Theater in Hollywood, California. That's April 19th. Make sure you go online and check out for tickets to that event. Moving right along here on April 20th, we're going to go over to our friends in Las Vegas, Nevada, a night of romance and fun with Jada Valenti on April 20th. We love Jada Valenti, had her on the show here before, and we, uh, it, we were kind of the sponsor of her concert when it was up in Seattle, had a great time with her here. Wonderful, wonderful singer. Make sure you check that out. 
Going back down to Texas now on May 5th and 7th, you have Rigoletto at the Torben Center for the Performing Arts in San Antonio, Texas. Make sure you check that out. One of the greatest Italian operas ever written by Verdi. And last but not least, on Sunday, May 8th, Mother's Day, yours truly, Tony Lestella and the ABC Italian Show Band from KMET Palm Springs is going to perform a fundraising event, a Frank Sinatra's Mother Day Show. Frank Sinatra's Mother, Frank Sinatra Mother's Day Show as a fundraiser for Charlie's Dinosaur to help foster kids. This is going to be up at Giuseppe's Italian Restaurant in Tacoma, Washington. So there you have some really, really great events. Make sure if they're if you're in the area or you're coming in the area, try to check those out and support those because we love supporting Italian events and Italian culture throughout the United States. Now, listen, folks, apart from you're hearing us live every Monday down here at KMET with ABC in Palm Springs and throughout Southern California. Remember, you can stream us anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world by going to our website, wcir.biz. Every Monday, you can stream the show live. And if you get caught up, you can't get to us on Monday, go back there because the minute we're done with the show, it goes up into our archives. It's there all month long. In fact, it's there forever. we got seven years of great shows, of great guests, great topics for you to share with all your friends, all your family listen to. We love our listeners wherever they are. So make sure you go to the website, wcir.biz. Click on the link to either stream or to listen to the show in our archives on our podcast. And I tell you what, you can just have Italian radio 24-7 whenever you want, and it's totally free. But one thing that we really want to tell you about is we got our after-hours show. This is for 18 and over. What, what do we call this in Italian? We call it Luce Rossa. Luce Rossa. Luce Rossa. That means the red light show. Do we need to say more? Okay, this is a show for adults only, basically, where we get into the subject matter of the week, and we have very frank discussions with some very colorful guests on this show, but we have a great time with it. It's a show you do not want to miss. It's a lot of fun, and it's actually, you can either listen to it like a, as a podcast, or you can watch it as a television program, because you can see the lovely Marcia Caputo there, you know, in all of her splendor, and she does a show here with the old guys. So we have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> also remember, on our website, we have the first international Italian bis- business directory in the world. So we're, we're, we're adding businesses all the time. Our goal is here by the next couple of years, no matter where you are in the civilized world, you can go to our website, go to our directory, you can find an Italian business by you. And if you have any Italian businesses out there that would like to be a part of that directory contact us because you can get a listing for absolutely free so i tell you what it's been a blast here marcia caputo with you uh it's always fun doing the show with you next week we got another great show with more special guests and stuff anything you want to tell our listeners marcia until next time alla prossima volta ciao a tutti ah salute we'll be back next week with a brand new show Ciao, bambina. My heart is calling while rain is falling. I cry with you.
Shout!